0: Hello and welcome to episode thirty-five of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan. We're on the home stretch, mate. Three weeks to go, and um, <laughs> just for something different, we got a bit of carnage this week. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, it's just for something different, isn't it? Not a lot of <laughs> a lot of fantasy relevant players went down last weekend, which was. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't fun to watch. You're almost just praying your your blokes got through unhurt by the end of it. You had to put some of them in uh, witness security by the by uh, by Sunday. You were just wanting them in cotton wool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I know. Me personally, I've got six definite red dots and then a purple dot who I don't think's going to play. So I call it seven. And what's that? One point four, two, three. It's well over four million dollars worth of my salary cap on the bench. <laughs> so. It's, uh, mate, it's, it's it's a, I was saying to you before we started, it's a fantastic advertisement and, and all year we, you know, we preach to people to save your trades. Are you really sure you want to make that trade from this player to that player? And, you know, they might net you a five-point-per-week game, but now you've got three weeks where you run out of trades and you're missing out on 60 points for three weeks and everybody just jumps over the top of you at the end here. So, I mean, there's a couple of trades that, you know, like, I mean, they benefited me short term but they've probably cost me in the long run and I'm sure we'll do a, a wrap at the end of the year where we have a look at that. But, mate, uh, you're still alive and kicking with two trades. So I reckon we might plug yeah. into some, uh, some team lists and see if we can't uh, steer you towards a head-to-head grand final victory.
1: Oh, I like the sound of that. Let's do it.
0: Mm. All right. And, um, mate, this first team up here, we got – the Gold Coast Titans up against the Storm number of fantasy relevant players missing from this game uh David Fafita has been missing for a couple of weeks uh he's named here but he um <laughs> he went missing for his managers last week and i don't think he's going to be much better against melbourne either
1: yeah you'd have to you have to think he's going to have a bit of a tough time with it especially if this um you know switching to the bench for Beau firmore strategy keeps up uh, yeah it's not going to be great for his fantasy prospects is it
0: no, I mean, he ultimately you can't trade him because he's a green dot, but mm. he's uh, hes certainly – I'm hoping he's going to bring his price down a little bit, but then, you know, I don't know, next year we, will we trust him? And I guess that's a conversation for the preseason. But, mm. I mean, in a positive news – so, obviously, so Brimson's gone, which I think maybe might even be a net positive for fantasy being that a lot of people that brought Jaden Campbell in co- kind of got stuck with Holding the bag with him, and he's back for the last couple of games now by the looks of this. So,
1: yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, certainly a, a good, good uh, to get a surprise green dot when there's been plenty of surprise red ones this round. So, yeah, if you hold yep. on to him, it's uh, good times.
0: Speaking of surprise green dots, we've also got Fogarty back, although it's not that much of a surprise after they got smashed last week. Mm. And also, uh, Brian Kelly scoring well again, despite the Titans not being that good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to expect that they're going to be doing good things against this Melbourne side, even though this Melbourne side's decided to rest uh, players. They're still pretty formidable. And, um, yeah, there's really not much uh, happening, I guess, with this Titans side, like Mm fantasy-wise. Like, there are guys that, like, you would own, but no one that's, like, really jumping off the page is, like, a must-have anymore with Fafita uh, in this 55-minute role.
0: No, not at all. Uh, On the other side of the field though we've got Papenhausen back in the fullback jersey with Heinz in the seven with uh, Jerome Hughes taking a knock to Corey Harrow we which was a double blow for a lot of fantasy fantasy managers who lost both the the offender and the victim in that situation there and uh, we're now but we're now getting exactly what we were sort of thinking and the reason why we're telling people to hang on to Heinz is we're getting a, a halfback Heinz and Papenhausen playing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit prescient on my part. Like, I, it was only a week ago I said, hey, you know, it could be worth hanging on to Hines as as a handcuff for like for a Hughes or a Munster. That's mm-hmm. you know, if, if one of them got a rest, that uh, he would slot into the halves. But um, yeah, unfortunately, worse circumstances. It was a little, it's a, it's a bit, uh, you know. Deja vu because like, there would have been a lot of people that had Foy Mayono and Pappenhausen earlier on in the year and then had both uh, disappear and now they've had the same thing happen with Harrower and Ira and uh, with Hughes as well.
0: Who would who would be a fantasy coach? No, not me. <laughs> uh, also here, I see that we're missing Brandon Smith. We have got Harry Grant starting. Uh, that's probably the fantasy relevant stuff. Yeah. And obviously oh, Monster so just kicking along doing good things as well. I'd be. Uh, I'd almost be tempted to put the C on him this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been going quite well, isn't he? And, uh, like, it's been, as someone who uh, bought Hughes two rounds ago, it's been pretty frustrating watching him because all of a sudden, Munster's sort of, like, retaken the reins as the, uh, as the main half in this side. So, yeah, I mean, he certainly looks a good prospect for the run home.
0: Yep, absolutely. Our second game here, Raiders versus Manly. We are missing... Corey Harwinora uh, for the rest of the year now, I believe. So mm. it's, uh, I mean, it's good news. Uh, it's not really good news for anyone in this Raiders team because they got to play against Manly. But I mean, Rappin is there, but we've also got Nickel Clockstar uh, in fourteen, who I picked up with my uh, in my draft team, thinking that he was going to be playing fullback this week, and now he's not playing fullback, which is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean. Fantasy relevancy-wise, it's really Rappanar and that's about it. And Hodgson, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really not much to talk about. I guess there's a few coaches still with Simmonson and probably a, a handful out there that are really happy they've got like a green dot and Chris and Tomoko or something like that they've picked up. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, outside of that, there's not really much happening.
0: Yep. Uh, and obviously the the other news here is uh, Starling's injured for the rest of the year as well.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, Manly-wise, Tom Turbo, we thought he hurt his jaw, but apparently he's fine. He's going to play. Uh, So uh, I guess wheels up on him. I don't know if I'd be putting the C on him. But, I mean, like, really they should dispatch to this Raiders team pretty quickly, you would think. And then um, who knows what's going to happen there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd think so. Like this Manly side, they're they're just an absolute, uh, you know, like they, they get like a a term uh, you know I, I like to use um, when you get like two high powered offenses is like a track meet right like you just got these two sprinters that are just going full out and, and like that's sort of what their offense is like they've definitely got the capability to leak points um as well it, it's just you know, I i don't think the raiders attack is probably going to be uh, you know on the, on the level of manley's <laughs> by any means
0: no, I'm I'm pretty comfortable. It's going to be a big win for Manly here. So plug your turbos in, plug your DCEs in, start either of them, and and um and captain them if you are feeling so inclined. But that's about it from this team. Obviously, Ruben Garrick's still going really well, but I uh, I just can't bring myself to recommend him to anybody, despite him scoring 103. I mean, you've almost forced into buying him because everybody else is injured. If you have got trades left, but.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, it, I guess it doesn't help that like one of the few positions that's actually healthy right now is wing fullback. So it's yeah. uh, sort of well, the one you're not, you not targeting.
0: Reese Walsh Turbo, like you don't need him really, yeah.
1: do you? Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, got Hines and Dewey's as well. So yeah, yeah.
0: yep, Uh mate, uh, Panthers versus Rabbitohs. This game should be an absolute cracker. Obviously, Cleary's back, Momorovsky's back, and um, who's missing out of this team here? Uh, oh, they the, that uh, Tylan May dropped out and the Forbes, mm. <laughs> the Forbes, Dats, and Sunnies dropped out. Uh, <laughs> so they've got Crichton out on the wings and Brent Naden, Birdo in the centers, uh, capable to the bench. But fantasy wise, it's really the uh, the Burton, Cleary, and uh, Yo show.
1: Yeah, I mean, is it the Yo show? I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if you'd be happy owning Yo right now, he hasn't been too good, but um, yeah, last week. Oh, yeah, I guess. He's getting pretty cheap now, isn't he? He's in the Mm. 500s.
0: Could be Um, one for somebody that owned Radley and needed to go to somebody cheaper. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, luckily no one in this podcast owns Radley, do they? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sore spot there.
0: Um, Let's not talk about it.
1: Yeah, no, Cleary and Burden. I'm an owner. Well, I'm I'm about to be an owner of the big chin this week. Hopefully, he can keep his shoulder intact. I was surprised to see him line up last week, but I mean, he looked good. Mm-hmm. He uh, you know, he he was throwing that shoulder around, throwing shoulder charges. Um, yeah,
0: mate. <laughs> you know who else looked really good? Reed Marnie up until a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah, so. that's
1: that's true. But uh, like, you know, Reed lasted four games. I only need Cleary mm-hmm. to last two, so you know, that's uh,
0: yeah. I'll take the risk. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, obviously anyone with trades left is going to be trying to get him in, particularly considering all the injured players. There should be some cash available there. So uh, that's really it. And on the other side of the ball, Gagai late withdrawal last week. He comes back in. Uh, Campbell Graham comes back in. Alex Johnson's back in. And this uh, this Rabideau side is pretty close to full strength here, you'd have to think.
1: Yeah, this, uh, this side looks like it's starting to hum up for the finals now. You've got to think that uh, Wayne's going to be targeting this one, you'd think, to get them... Uh... You know, start getting them up into the next gear, get them ready for the finals, and oh, I'm hoping i hoping it's a it's a good game because the last time these two teams met, it was a it was a very disappointing game with the Panthers just running away with it. But
0: oh, mate, Rabbitohs never never hit hit their straps that early in the season. Mm. He wouldn't have been too worried about that. But the big, I guess, the big thing is I remember um a couple of years ago when the Roosters were really really good, and then it came they came into like round 24 and the Rabbitohs beat them like 46 to four or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. That's I don't true. think
0: that'll happen to Penrith, but, um, yeah, they, they could do anything, this pen, this uh, Rabbitohs team. Uh, fantasy-wise, I guess it's Latrell, It's uh, it's Gagai and Murray and Cook, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, um, a couple of people, I guess, own Campbell Graham, but, yeah, outside of that, there's not a whole lot to, to talk about. You know, if you've got your keepers, you'd be pretty happy with them. Happy to have Gagai back, that's for sure.
0: Yep. West Tigers and Sharkies, um, mate, um, I'm pretty disappointed to see Seney's dropped out of the team, I'll be honest. Uh, but this, uh, <laughs> this side's really just Dewey. And uh, also Stefano's had a bit of a late-season surge again.
1: Yeah, his, his minutes have really increased, haven't they? Um, uh, it could be one to keep an eye on for next year because uh, given that he was playing some sort of limited minutes early on in the year, if he's if he's going to keep this big-minute role going into next season, he could be. An absolute bargain. But I guess, again, that's one for the preseason. Yeah, Luciano doing good things. Blor still doing good things. Uh, Yeah, just... Are you
0: going to break your no Tigers rule? And is it Blor and... Cleary, is it all?
1: Or- I I bought Bloor last week. I traded um oh. he was my one my one trade. I uh, freed up Angus. I, I did Angus to Gus and uh, sorry, Gus to Bloor and freed up a ton of cash for this week. So yeah, I've uh, I've got two tigers back in my side now and um so far it's working out okay, but you never know with match.
0: <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, coming up against this Sharks team, oh, I actually really want to tip the Tigers here to to win this one, Sharkies is really just Rainy and and, and that's it for fantasy purposes. Uh, I mean, you know, he's yeah. kind of just. I don't, I don't know. How's, how's he been going? I kind of. Uh, he's one of those players I, so I really watch the Sharks play because I find them so boring but i mean like you know look at ramian since around 12 it's 86 41 44 48 38 52 43 61 59 so mm. you know you'd really have to be happy with that as a as a center obviously we did highlight him as a having a really good run of matchups which should continue here against the tigers the broncos mm. but um yeah a bit late in the season to be shopping for centers hopefully for everybody
1: mm. yeah certainly
0: uh, Bulldogs Knights. Next one. Uh Avarilo, we, we're pretty sure he wasn't going to be uh, gonna be playing this week, but he, he's been named and, and I mean obviously there's a late obviously a chance for a late dropout, but I mean fantasy wise this team is really just Avarillo, isn't it? And Josh
1: Jackson may put some respect on Jacko.
0: Oh mate. You know what? People keep asking us about Josh Jackson. For some reason, we keep finding ways to not recommend him, and then he keeps being really good. And it's not that we have negatively spoken about him even. we just sort of like, oh, yeah, he's fine, but you could get somebody else, you know. But he's just been going absolutely ham. And, I mean, even uh, Shoot That Oop got a really big score on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think he ended up
1: with like a trialess forty or something 50, like that. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. Okay. Yes, yeah. No. Very solid. Yeah. No. I think. Um, cool. Because like I'm, I'm actually a Jackson owner. I ended up buying him last week. But he's one of those players that just sort of flies under the radar because he doesn't mm. do anything. Like he, he's just uh, a tackle and hit up type of guy. You know, he like he made fifty eight tackles on the weekend against the Warriors for for a eighty one. Um mm. Yeah, I mean it's it's sort of uh, reminiscent of like you, you kind of thought these type of players were gone, like these you know fifty tackle type of players. Like with, uh, I think the
0: key is they need to be on bad teams.
1: Yeah, especially helps being on, I guess, on the worst team in the league, and, and also a team that likes to play, play up the Broncos. middle. Oh, throwing shade! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got to get a jab in sometimes. I lost my edge. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, but oh, no, Jacko's obviously doing really well. So, uh, if I had trades, I'd be looking at him, but I don't, so I can't. Hmm. I have got him in my draft team, though. I, I'm in both draft set like semifinals this week, so. No, oh, something for some- Evidently, I'm better at draft than I am at classic. Maybe I should just give up and just be- we could turn it into a draft podcast. <laughs> is that uh,
1: is that why you're focusing on NFL fantasy now, mate? Because it's just drafts. Uh,
0: yeah, mate, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> can't all have the same players. <laughs> Got to search for the eternal search for a pod. Uh, mate, the Knights, though, they're pretty fantasy relevant here. So we got Ponga. Um, he's kind of been a bit, like, not bad, but not great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the Knights in general have been just pretty ordinary. Like, against the Broncos and Cronella last week, they've been, I don't know, like, they've been winning, but they haven't been very convincing in doing so. And I think... Uh, Obviously, Ponga losing the goal kicking um, is eating into that ceiling and just with the Knights not really clicking at the moment, it's uh, sort of limiting Ponga's ceiling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at, you think you'd be setting up a few more tries, though, because they really should be kind of rampaging over the top of people. They've got Bradman Best as well there, mm. obviously, and um back in the starting side. No uh, Daniel Saifidi until the finals, assuming that they make it that far. Uh, I mean, it's probably good news for Watson, Barnett, and um, Cloma, though. Uh, not that you really want to own them, but I mean, Brody Jones is back in the starting side. Mm. Seen a couple of people before <laughs> the team list came out saying, "Oh, you know, like, oh, is it, is it worth trading Bro- Brody Jones so I can get better players?" This is the best case scenario, really. is yeah, isn't it?
1: Yeah, this is a win. Uh, you know, our man Brad <laughs> got uh, Brody Jones in his squad, but yeah, it's absolutely a win and obviously good for mitch barnett owners because it means he stays on an edge it's good for connor watson owners because it means he gets to keep the starting spot and Mm. um yeah and uh
0: we've had ryan try to ruin our recording but i think we fixed it now so we might just plug in there was ryan uh missing off his, his chat on the nights there but mate the next game here is eels versus cowboys uh we're looking at Panasini's in and Hayes Dunst is in. Obviously, they worked out that Michael Oldfield's not a, uh, a first-class winger, which is uh, it's a shock to everybody. Uh, Tom Obček also out of the team. Uh, this Eels team got absolutely embarrassed by Manly last week. I mean, what are the takeaways from this? Maddo's gone for the rest of the season. Uh, mm. It's really not Isaiah Papali'i and uh, hopefully not Mitch Moses' show because it's so disappointing to watch that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, Moses was uh, yeah not great against uh, Manley. Um, I guess there's a couple of people out there with Joey Lasic. Um, you know, if you've still got a trade up your sleeve and you need a cash out to bring in Cleary or something, I think Nia Corre represents some value there. Uh, I think he's 340k or so, and he's got that center dual position. Um, so that's that's pretty handy if you've uh, if that fits your plans. But yeah, it's sort of um, just oh, geez, what's going on with Para? Can they find any form? And they're up against the Cowboys juggernaut, mate. Hey,
0: Oh, mate, the Cowboys juggernaut rolls on. Uh <laughs> so I'm glad to see that we've persisted with Jake Granville in the centres. So um, Cowboys are in with, uh, with a similar-looking side to last week. Uh, really just Griffin near me out suspended. Uh, Tom Alolo lurking in number 18 is interesting. Uh, and also Hamiso might be back as well. I'm having to think that he's – and Reuben Cotter's back. Wow, okay. So uh-huh. if Hamiso's fit, you have to think that takes Granville back to the bench and Cotter will come on in a in a forward role and then uh, that would probably push Nanai out. And then uh-huh. uh, if Tom Lola's back, it'll have to be either Condon or Mitch Dunn making way. Uh, Fantasy-wise, uh, don't buy anyone from the Cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah, steer clear. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think that's the rule moving forward until we um, until we let you know otherwise. Mm. Uh, probably be next year and then maybe not even then. Uh, Dragons. Jack Bird back in the centres. Matt Dufty's back in. Uh, Monet's been named at six. Um, really fantasy-wise here, it's uh, McCallick gone, Maguire in the hooker role. <sighs> What's going to happen? What What is this? T- <laughs> like? I'm just not sure what's happening. <laughs> Josh McGuire in nine. Oh, I mean, oh, mate, uh, he's an international number nine.
1: Yeah, of course he is, mate. Of course he is. Um, yeah, honestly, I've got no idea. I, I'm very surprised to not see Clune in the side. Maybe Jaden Sullivan comes on at hooker. Mm. Um, oh, God, you have to
0: think Clune's going to be a late inclusion.
1: Yeah, 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 I don't
0: where's, know. Uh, where's Billy Britton?
1: I've got no idea. Is he still at the Dragons? Is he injured?
0: Is
1: he? You uh, would have thought know. this is the time to use him. Yeah. If you've still got. If him. anyone
0: knows the whereabouts of Billy Britton, can you please direct message us on Instagram I'm, and tell us? I'm sure one of
1: our. I'm sure one of our Dragons men will know.
0: <laughs> I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say Dragons fans, then, and I was gonna be like, "Oh, don't be so sure they have fans." <laughs> I tried to tell you guys at the start of the year, nobody listened to me. Uh, Mate, the Roosters, though, uh, obviously they lose. Victor Radley and Mm -hmm. Angus Crichton still not here. James Tedesco, absolute fill-up, 78 points, probably the better captain option last week. Uh, I mean, obviously I didn't go into that with a lot of confidence, but I did put the C on him. Mm. And um, he looks a likely candidate to have it on him again this week.
1: Yeah, oh, he's looking good, isn't he? Um, yeah, it's, this dragon side, uh, yeah, it seems like they've sort of just given up on their season now. Um, you have to think the Roosters are probably going to have a good time of it, especially on a Sunday afternoon, dry Sunday Arbo footy. Um,
0: At Clive Berghoffish Stadium in Toowoomba.
1: Oh, geez, the home of footy, the heart of rugby league, Toowoomba. the the good old uh, Toowoomba Clydesdale's home ground back in the day. Um did, you,
0: um, did you actually know that every single sports stadium in Toowoomba is named after that same dude? Really? The basketball stadium's called Clive Ber- Clive Berghoffer Stadium as well. Hmm?
1: well I, I need yeah. to know the, the legacy of Clive uh, Berghoffer. Is,
0: yeah, I think is maybe he, a... he, must have, he must have started Toowoomba and been the only person that lived there while all those things were being built. Yeah. <laughs> You know when you like, you see those people that like they lived on the street and they named themselves, like they named this the, their house or like, oh, this is the, you know, Adam's house or whatever. Like, you know, it's like, you're not that important, mate. Take your name off it. I think that's mm-hmm. what happened is he was the only person that lived in Toowoomba and he put his name in
1: everything. I just found his Wikipedia page. He's, uh, he's actually he's still alive. He was born in 1935. Yeah, he's just a—he's basically a politician. He was like the mayor of Toowoomba, and like since yeah. the '70s, basically.
0: And the only citizen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and he's a regular listener to the podcast too. So shout out to <laughs> Clive. <laughs> Other than that, it's pretty much just Sam Sam Barrels, and uh, and that's it for this Roosters team.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically
0: uh, Broncos Warriors last game of the round. Herbie's back. Kill mm. my... I I uh I had him as a late withdrawal out of my draft team and I had to plug Tyrone Peachy in, which turned out not to be that bad with that runaway try. <laughs> um, but otherwise, it would have been a disaster. Uh, obviously, Tyson Gamble's gone. Milford's been named. Payne Haas. And that's it for this team, I think.
1: Yeah, it's really just Payne Haas, isn't it? Um <laughs> There's no one else worth touching now with Gamble gone. I guess, you know, you've got Herbie, so that's something. But yeah, I mean, how good was Haas? He was uh, he was looking good uh, last week. Uh, scored a try and nearly had a second. It was, it was got good off time. the needy run. Yeah,
0: he's he's back. Big old pain. Yep. The pain train. And then the Warriors, we got Reese Walsh, we got Sean O'Sullivan if you're uh you know, you would you're hard up for a pot at that point. And um Adding for Fainua, Blake, and Curran's really the the story here. We got Wade Egan back though as well, so a couple of good options here really.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's also the Reese Walsh revenge game here up against uh, the Broncos. Yeah. Um, you and Aiken as well, still doing good things. Uh, if if you need a, a center for under six hundred K, he looks a great option. But yeah, Josh Curran, he's just been phenomenal the past two weeks, hasn't he? He's absolutely flying. Uh, put up a a, a ninety seven and. Yeah, Dead said scored about forty of those in the first five minutes. Um yeah, he, he looks a great option.
0: You know the season's gone gone to hell when the Warriors are one of the most fantasy relevant teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. This is uh... <laughs>
0: like oh remember, no.
1: Remember at the start of the year when we were all like, oh, I don't want to touch any Warriors, we don't know like what their forward rotation is gonna be, you know, don't wanna
0: don't wanna bar yeah, That doesn't and... change just everybody else has got worse or injured. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Mate, a couple of questions for you to finish off. Obviously, okay. most people have run out of trades, so it's not a an overly busy question slash points of discussion. But I want to put this one to you. So do you think it's better to get the absolute best players on your team, even if it means that you're one or two players short, or mm. make sure you have the most amount of players you can?
1: Um... I mean, I'm not really sure what he means by that. Is that like, uh, you know, say you had two injured guns, where you, you know, like you're looking at say getting a Cleary and a Cheapy, or do you want two, like equal players of value there, or how would you interpret that question?
0: So I would read that as like, let's say you got a guy like, um, you know, let's say you got a, a red dot that you can't use for looping or whatever, or like, let's say you got, for example, I'll pick somebody that that. Um, you know, let's say somebody got Xavier Willison or or Tyson Smoothie or Brad Dietz or something like that, right? Mm. And you got, let's say you're trying to make a trade to two guns. So it might be Cleary and you might be also trying to bring in, you know, say like, let's say you're trying to bring in Cleary and DCE, uh, but you don't quite have enough money for that. And you can only get, say, Munster, for example, if you trade it out like a guy like Dunster, who's a green dot, but not mm. a particularly good one. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, um, I think at this time of the year, you, I think you've got to put a premium on green dots, don't you? Like, I think mm. if you're in, if you're in a position where you, you know, like have, you know, nineteen green dots or something like that, okay, yeah, sure, go for it. But um, you've got to think that's few and far between. Like, there's a lot of people that are playing with only seventeen greens, and surely <laughs> you're better balls. off. Maybe yeah, <laughs> in your case, yeah, surely you're better off maybe moving on one of your red dots. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would, that would be my thinking.
0: Yeah, something like a, even like a James Roberts or something where he's a green dot and you know, he might get you 10 points, you know, mm. like versus somebody might trading out somebody who's a red dot. I definitely, yeah, I'd just be trying to keep as many green dots as you can and and um and just you know, praying that the, the fantasy gods are kind to you for the next couple of weeks. That would be uh, that's the way that I would attack it. Uh, just gonna pull up Instagram here as well. We've got a couple through on Instagram here, so um. Uh, do we go for Josh Curran or Josh Jackson? Ooh.
1: Um, I like – i I'd, I'd probably prefer Curran just because I think he's got that attacking upside versus Jackson. He's sort of just, you know, tackle and run. Um, I think with Curran, you've got that – he's got that ability to um, get a try assist, get a try. He, he seems like he's very involved in the offense now. Like he's not just playing on an edge all the time. You. I was also noticing um, last week he was – Sort of acting as the linking man in the middle as well, um, playing a little bit of lock, and I, I really like his versatility in that regard. And he, he seems very improved. Plus, coming up coming up against the Broncos this week, you have to think that's you know it's possibly a good signs for him. Um, he'd probably be my pick.
0: Yep. Uh, are we captaining Ryan Pappenhausen or Harry Grant this week?
1: Oh, Austin, I see that's from you, mate. Um, I'd, I'd be going Captain Grant. I reckon that's a, a pretty good mm-hmm. pick with uh, Brandon Smith out. Um, you have to think as well, like this Titans side, they're very flexible in the middle. Like they, they're they definitely a, a team that can bend in the middle Um, mm-hmm. despite some of the players they've got there. And I I really like Grant this week. I reckon his running game could be in absolutely full show and it wouldn't surprise me if he grabbed a try to.
0: Yeah. I mean, Pappenhausen's liable to score 120 this week potentially. Yeah, uh, potentially. I'd be interested to see. I think he's going to goal kick as well. Mm. I'd, I'd go Pappenhausen, but I'm a gambler and I don't have any trades left and I don't have Pappenhausen. So. <laughs> uh, and then we got Vaughan here just saying, Gamble, McCulloch, Hughes, Avarillo, Frizzell, why do bad things happen to good people?
1: <laughs> well, we've got Avarillo, well, but... Um, yeah, you got one.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, my, my thing is you. maybe you need to question whether you are a good person or whether the fantasy gods are punishing you.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is you need to go say, like, uh, you know, 50 Hail Clearies and... Um... And <laughs> 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 yeah, no, maybe mm. repent a little bit.
0: Yeah. No, clearly you've done something to anger them, mate. It's, we've all done something. We've... We've clearly not been understanding their wishes for us to buy Warriors players, and um, <laughs> and now they're, they're smiting us for it. So, um. so you know what they say, you know it's the land of the gods. It's the, you know, it's the 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 best country in the world. If you ask anyone that lives there, aside from at the moment because they're about to go into a lockdown, I think. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, that's it'll teach you for not buying just a bunch of New Zealand players, I reckon.
1: Yeah, need uh, you need more Finol Blake in your side.
0: <laughs> just go <and> buy every <laughs> single warrior that you can at the start of next year, and just you know, just let them look after you, mate. That's what I'd suggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's about it. I don't, I, everyone's out of trades aside from you, I think. So you and Ed,
1: yeah, yeah, me and Ed, we're about it. Um, you know, I am just trying. I am sitting here looking at Jerome Hughes, deciding who I who, who I move him to. It's uh, the world's my my oyster this week.
0: Pappenhausen.
1: Pap, Ooh, that could be good. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking Pap or Harry Grant. That could be fun.
0: Yeah. Why not? Shoot for the upside, mate. Oh. No, get, you need to get a Warrior.
1: Oh, true, yeah. Uh, I'd better get Josh Curran. Get him in. I
0: can do yes. it. Get both.
1: <laughs> Just Aiken skip on theory
0: and get, get the other guys.
1: I'll get Curran and Aiken. That'll do.
0: Yeah, perfect. And put the C on both of them. <laughs> Um, All right. I reckon that'll do us. We're about to go crazy. I feel a little bit like Captain Jack Sparrow this week. Anyone else ever have that? Do you know what I mean by that?
1: No, I don't think I do.
0: I don't either. But, <laughs> you know, that's how I feel. And, yeah, that's okay. So, hey, um, I guess on another note, Ryan, just to finish off, uh, obviously we know with the off-season, it's a long off-season. Uh, I know there are a lot of people that don't particularly like cricket and to those people, I say you're wrong. Uh, but uh, football, there is football still on. It's just on at three o'clock on a Monday morning. So, uh, mate, uh, for those of us that haven't uh, seen it on the socials, we're doing uh, American football fantasy leagues and and podcasts and some stuff just to keep us busy over the off season. Obviously, we love NRL. We'll be plugging straight back into that as soon as it becomes relevant again. Uh, but you obviously, there's a limited amount of NRL podcasting you can do in the off-season. So it's uh the seasons line up perfectly. And, mate, I have to say it's uh, I was a sceptic of of NFL. I wasn't really a big fan of it. And you took me into playing fantasy. Mm. And um, and now I've turned into a, a raging addict, probably more so than I am with NRL even.
1: Yeah, I know. It's uh, very surprising. A couple of years ago, I couldn't even get you to sniff the sport. Well, I've been watching it since I was basically a kid when I was uh, you know, about 10 years old or so in the early 2000s. Um. Yeah, and no, I've, I've somehow pulled you around. I guess just the fantasy element—you're just an absolute sucker for fantasy.
0: Oh mate, I love it. I, lo- I just love the competition. It's it's more draft style, but it's uh it's definitely it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of different players to choose from. So, uh, yeah, mm. definitely anyone that's uh looking for something to do in their off season so they can ignore their friends and family on the weekends, I uh, strongly recommend plugging into the NFL fantasy amateurs podcast instead of the NRL. So. I only changed it one letter, so it'd be really easy for you guys to find. Uh, So, yeah, just jump over there. We've got an Instagram. We've got a Twitter. I haven't got a Facebook yet. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make one. I probably will need to because a lot of you guys seem to be wanting to interact with us on Facebook. But um, for those of you that can't be tempted, I'm sure there'll be some Big Bash Super Coach or something like that. Is it the Ashes this year?
1: Uh I think so. I think it is this year if uh, if it does go ahead.
0: I love seeing England lose at sports.
1: Yeah, they lost to India last night.
0: That was good. Oh, fantastic. All right, thanks very much for joining us and um if you got any questions, we missed a pod. I uh, know it was sort of a uh you know, it sort of might slip your mind being this late in the season. Flick them through to us on the private messages or comments and we'll uh come back to you. It uh other than that, we'll uh enjoy your weekend of footy and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Love you guys.